lift your hands. Tell him your heart, your soul, your mind, your body belongs to him. Hallelujah. The last thing the enemy wanted was for you to come to church this morning. But by the grace of God, you are here. Sometimes you don't know the battles we fight at night before we come to church. Sometimes you iron Saturday and then Sunday morning you don't feel like coming. But some way, somehow, you see something push you into the house of the Lord. Because when the enemy wants to destroy you, the first thing he does is to put you into isolation. He'll put you away from the people that support you mentally. He'll put you away from the things that support you financially. He'll put you away from the things that push your emotions on the move. And when you look around on all those means of support are not around, then you feel like giving up. And that is how come people uh, commit suicide. Before they commit suicide, they isolate themselves. They'll be giving signals here and there. And nobody will take them serious. And one morning they'll wake up and they'll hear there are no more. This morning I want you to, to turn to somebody. Because you don't know the battles the person fought before coming to church this Sunday. I want you to greet somebody. Say something nice to the person. Tell the person it is good to see you in the house of the Lord. The enemy didn't want you here this morning. The enemy didn't want you alive this morning. The enemy didn't want to see that smile you are giving to somebody this morning. So don't take it for granted at all. You don't know what your smile will do to somebody. When I got to this temple this morning, somebody smiled and it encouraged my heart so much so don't keep your smile to yourself for you don't know what your smile is going to do for somebody this morning don't keep your handshake to yourself for today might be the day somebody is giving up somebody is saying to him or herself after church this Sunday I am giving up but by your hand shaking and by your smile the person will be encouraged the person will be encouraged maybe you are greeting somebody in church for the first time maybe the person had a wrong impression about you oh this woman doesn't like people oh this man doesn't like people but today that person's mind is 
is changing. The person is living here loud. Oh, godly wisdom people are not friendly. But this morning, the person is going to experience the love of Christ through your handshake, of Christ through your smile. And there's going to be a lifting in somebody's spirit. There's going to be a lifting in somebody's mind. There's going to be a lifting in your life. The Lord is shifting you from one life to another. Yesterday you might have been in the pit. But this morning I see the Lord placing your leg upon a foot to stay. The last battle you fought for this year is that which you went through last night. The last battle you fought this year is that which you went through last week. I see the Lord making you more than a conqueror. I see the Lord wiping your tears. I see the Lord healing your body. I see the Lord encouraging you this morning. I see the Lord holding your hands. You might have said that, Lord, last year, things were so bad and I didn't enter 2019 well but the Lord is telling me he has heard you this is the best year you are ever going to experience because the hand of the Lord is mighty the hand of the Lord is strong the name of the Lord is a strong tower this morning you didn't run into any man's name this morning you ran into the name of the Lord and it is a strong tower the righteous they run into that name and they are safe. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand may fall at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh your dwelling. Only with your eyes will you behold and see the reward of the wicked. For you have made the Lord your abiding hope. The Lord shall keep you, the one who does not sleep nor slumber. He will keep you as he keeps Israel. The sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. He will watch over you. He will preserve your soul. He will not let the enemy have a good hand on you. He has released warring angels on your behalf to fight for you in your going out, to fight for you in your coming in, to fight for you when you are down, to fight for you when you are sick, to fight for you when you are stuck. This morning I see the Lord removing some knots, some knots in your life, some blockades in your life, uh, some impediments in your life, uh, things that have held you bound for years. Uh, I see the hand of the Lord removing them one after the other. This morning you are living here with a testimony. This morning you are living here stronger than you came. This morning you are living here more anointed than you came for the mercies of the Lord. They are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. Blessed is the man whose trust is not in man. Blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord, for he shall be like Mount Zion. For upon Mount Zion there shall be healing and deliverance, and the house of Jacob shall possess its possession. As you have run into the Mount of Zion, I see you possessing your possession this morning. It is too late for you not to be blessed. It is too late for you to give up. It is too late for you to turn back. For the Lord has stepped 
into your situation, the Lord has caused your waters to be stirred. And whenever your waters are stirred, the angels put you in and there is healing. The other day, the man at the well, he said for 38 years, every time the water is stirred, people go ahead of me. But this morning, your waters are stirred. Nobody is going ahead of you. It is the Lord who is going ahead of you. It is the Lord who is pushing into your time of deliverance. And that was the word for somebody. Oh! 
And all you see around you is trouble. And you don't know how you are even going to make it through the coming week. You had so much aspiration in 2019 for uh, 2018 for 2019. And you look like when you stepped into 2019, everything was taken off. And you are asking yourself, this is the beginning of the year, and my strength is gone. But strength in the Lord. There is deliverance in the Lord. There is hope in the Lord. For there is hope in the future. Say it, the Lord of hope. It doesn't matter what the enemy is doing. We know he came to still kill and destroy. But we have the confidence that he came. That we will have life and have it abundantly. You have not come close to giving up on your life. So you don't understand this. But if you have come close to giving up on your life, then you know that the Lord is speaking to your soul. Then you know that the Lord is healing your wounds. Then you know that the Lord is making your soul. Then you know that it is only God that can come through for you. This morning I see the Lord breathing afresh on you. Every arrow of death that the enemy threw at you. That this time nobody will kill you but you will kill yourself. I see the Lord squashing the plan of the enemy. I see the Lord blowing afresh a new wind. I see sudden strength coming to you. Once you pray for one, you pray for somebody in there. And as you tap into this prayer, I see the Lord releasing fresh strength for you. It is not over. 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 Clap your hands. Clap your hands. It is not over. It is not over. It is not over. It is not over. Yes. Let the chains be removed. Let the chains be removed. Let the chains catch fire. The chain of depression. Let it catch fire right now. Let the chain of depression catch fire right now in the name of Jesus. I release warring angels on your case this morning. I release warring angels. You are the back. Whoever you are, last night you felt like giving up. But this morning, I send strength. I send strength from the throne room perspective. Live here with joy. Live here with joy unspeakable. Let every weight that was thrown at you. Be lifted in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for healing and mending our souls this morning. Yes, Lord. 
I thank you for the encouragement you have put in our spirit. Yes, Lord. I thank you for removing impediments. Yes, Lord. I thank you for holding our hands so we can stand. Yes, Lord. We thank you that your promise in you are yea and amen. Yes, Lord. So we have the confidence to trust in you. In Not in any man. Yes, for Lord. the arm of flesh you have said will fail. Yes, Lord. This morning continue to be king in our lives in and let your name be exalted. As you have put your word in my mouth, yes, Lord. bring conviction, oh God. Show Jesus. people the right path unto drawing close to you. In, in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together and take your seats in heavenly places. Mayama, you are blessed. Amen. This morning I have been given the most difficult assignment on earth. Before I continue, let's celebrate the man of God. Is that all you can do? There are some men of God before they give you their pulpits, they have to be seated to mark all that you are saying. But he doesn't mind because he believes in God that if God be for him, nobody can be against him. He is the one who wants his people to be better than he is. So he will push you beyond your limits. He will push you beyond Beyond your limits, as long as he has heard from God, he will obey the voice of the Lord. So even in his absence, I want us to appreciate him and his beautiful wife and children. This morning, I want to celebrate all the men and the women of God in the Because when they can't find apostle, they come to us. There was this day I was so burdened last two years. You can take your seat. And I went to Apostle. I said, Apostle. If I look around, there is nothing that I need. Or there is nothing that I need that God cannot give me. Yet I am so burdened. He said yes, because I have told the Lord to remove some of my burdens and give to some people. I said, Apostle, change the prayer. Because if you have given us some of your burdens, and this is how I am feeling. Then I don't know you carrying the burden, how you are feeling. And he said the only way to get out is to trust the Lord for more grace. And the Lord has kept me for more than two years. Sometimes I don't know how I'm going to preach. Sometimes I don't know how I'm going to lead praise and worship. Sometimes I don't know how I'm even going to walk into this temple. Because everything you go through, we also go through the same. 
Sometimes we walk through so many people. And we are so alone. And you get here and one person gives you a smile. And it lightens your day. This morning I want to appreciate all of you. For the smiles you give me. I don't take it for granted. For the support you need. We pastors we also need it. The only difference between us is that we cannot call you and tell you our problems. You can call us and tell us your problems. And we will pray for you. It is well. It is all part of life. For when you know that the word says that all things work together for the good of you. For those who love the Lord and those who are called according to his promises then you stand secure then you know that no matter what God is going to come this morning I appreciate you for coming here I appreciate the woman of God for working in the house show her some appreciation let's appreciate Reverend Sami Dacha in the house he will tell you media media Let's appreciate MOG. Saturdays, they want to chill out, but they can't chill out. They have to come here and then rehearse. So the least you can do is to appreciate them. On Saturday evening, some of them want to go out with their boyfriends and girlfriends. But they can't do that. They have to come here. Appreciate them. This morning, what Apostle gave to me to talk about is giving. Giving is a topic that is very difficult to handle. Because sometimes when you tackle it, it puts you in a compromising position. If you don't tackle it too, the Lord is going to ask you. So, this is the task I've been given this morning. And I pray that the Lord will help us all to renew our mind. If you are happy about the topic, let me hear you say amen. It's the most difficult topic any man of God can handle. Especially in our part of the world. When things are so difficult. But giving is part of fulfilling all righteousness. For the other day we learned in John 3.16. That for God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That means that if you love God. You have to 
to give. For we are made in the image and the likeness of God. How can you be everything that God wants you to be? And his very nature you don't want to be. You know that his nature is to give. For every day he gives us the air to breathe. Every day he gives us the opportunity to walk. Every day he gives us the opportunity to see. Every day he gives us the opportunity to move our limbs. And he gives us every day, every minute, every hour. But when it comes to we giving our substance, then we remove a, a very huge book. And then we want to calculate. And then we want to budget. Look at the number of people in the world. If God is to budget the air he releases. If God is to budget the sight with which you see. Even the people in China and Nigeria alone can take everything. Yet there is a portion for you and I. This morning I want you to renew your mind. For I am not the one talking to you. It is the Lord who wants you to hear this message for such a time as this. For the Lord is not happy this is uncompleted. You and I are not happy either. Because every time you want to direct people to your church, what they will say is, Oh, that big uncompleted church. And you are not proud. Yet, what are you doing concerning it? Whatever is happening in our church now used to happen in the church of Corinth. In the church of Corinth, the work of God came to a standstill. Why did the church of God come to a standstill? Because some people said Paul was not using the resources wisely. Others said Paul was helping himself. So the work of God came to a standstill. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 8, 6, and 7. And Paul had to talk to them about the church of Macedonia. He said the church of Macedonia were poor amongst the poor. Yet in their poverty, anything concerning the work of God, they were ready to give. They even begged Paul to give. Because at a point in time they gave so much that Paul has to ask them to stop giving. And they said to themselves, Do not deny us this grace that the Lord has released. This morning, my prayer for godly wisdom chapel that this year, Apostle will beg us not to give. That Moses begged the children of Israel to stop giving because they gave so much that this morning you will have a renewal of money. That when you give to Godly Wisdom Chapel, you are not giving to Apostle, you are not giving to Reverend Frank, you are not giving to Reverend Atupento, you are not giving to Pastor Joshua, you are not giving 
giving to Pastor Jesse. And you are not giving to me. But you are giving unto the Lord. It is only the Lord that can bless you. When you decide you are giving to man, then you will be disappointed in giving. Because man has no blessing for you. But if your mind is stayed on Christ, that as Christ does for me, everything concerning his work, I am concerned about every uncompleted project of God is my project. Then you will know whom to give your money to. Then whenever you are releasing your resources, your focus will not be on the administration. Your focus will be on Christ, the author and the finisher of everything. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. Second Corinthians eight. Six and seven. When Paul realized that the church of Corinth has stopped giving, he put certain things in place. The first thing he did was he sent somebody to come and talk to them. And the person he sent to talk to them was somebody who had already been with them. So we read in 2 Corinthians 8 verse 6. So we asked Titus that as he had begun, so he would also complete this grace in you as well. Let us go to seven. But as you abound in everything, say as I abound in everything. As I abound in everything. As I abound in faith. As I abound in faith. As I abound in speech. As I abound in speech. As I abound in knowledge. As I abound in knowledge. In all diligence. In all diligence. And the love for God. And in the love for God. You shall abound in this grace also. You shall abide in this what grace. What grace also. was Paul talking about? It was the grace of giving. Because the grace of giving has to be released on you this morning. That it will come easily to you when it comes to the work of God. Paul sent Titus to talk to them. Not because they didn't know. Everybody knows what is about giving, what it entails. When we look at Luke 6.38, we all know this scripture very well. Give and it shall come back to you. A good measure pressed down, shaking together shall men give unto your bosom we know this very very well yet when we come to giving to God we are so skeptical this morning may the grace of giving be released in a hundredfold the second thing that Paul did to prevent discrepancies was to put in people to check their finances. And Apostle has put people to check their finances. He has put these things in place to make sure the money that you give is used for the cause that you have released. You can ask the pastors. These days, even if you want one CD, your check has to be in the queue for five months. 
not because their fans does not want to be released but they want to make sure whatever purpose that is being sent out is being used for that cause so this morning I am entreating you to let your mind be stayed on Christ and to let your heart be stayed on Christ and to let your hand to be released when it comes to the things of God because a closed fist can never receive. If I do this and I say, give me something, nothing you put in would ever enter. But if I release my hand, I say, take this. And God also wants to put something in your hand. Because your hand is open, God will put it in your hand. Now, before we come to the three widows in the Bible, who believed God we want to ask ourselves why giving giving always results in receiving the Muslims understand this very well so they don't joke with their arms because they know they are not giving to man but they are giving to Allah Allah will give back to them and this is our scripture Luke 6.38 that is a sure promise that when we give we shall surely receive why giving that we can become like God because the nature of God is to give and day in and day out we are praying God I want to be like you you saw what the church of Corinth did they believed in prayer they had faith they used to praise and worship they used to pray they believed in prophecy they believed in everything but they lacked the grace of giving but when they were taught and you read further they also became like the church of Macedonia now they had to be begged to stop giving this morning I prayed that the giving grace who locate us all one after the other. Why giving? Giving is your God-given right. Giving unleashes the power of God in your life. Because when you give, all the promises concerning giving in the Bible are released unto you. I say when you give, I shall resist the devourer for your sake. And if the devourer is resisted for your sake, you have become empowered. Hallelujah. What does giving do again? Giving makes room. Proverbs 17 verse 8. When we say that the gift of man will make room for the person, it's not only talking about the grace that is in you it's not only about singing 
It is not only about preaching. But when you give, room is made for you. When you give, haven't you heard anybody say, Oh, ask for this woman. Ask for this man. I have to help her in this time of need. For I remember some years ago when I was in a tight corner, she was the only person who came to my aid. Your giving has made room for you. This morning, I entreat you to give, especially when it comes to the work of God. That is the difference between the night. Nigerian churches and our church. The Nigerians don't wait for the administration to do things. If you visit any Nigerian church, if it is uncompleted, what they usually do is they put things that is needed at the back of the church. And people supply them to the church. A church I visited in Akwaibom last year by the grace of God. It is bigger than action. And the man of God was talking. He said, have you seen this roof? Somebody came to visit our church. He's not a member. And saw that this church is uncompleted. And one person signed a check to roof the building. He said, do you see this stage? It is a member who did it. Do you see the floor? Year after year, one person has decided with his family that year after year they are going to change their carpet. He said, do you see these speakers? These speakers were not here last year. And it is not because the ones here were spoiled. But somebody said to himself, the house of the Lord does not deserve these speakers. Because when the person visits the worldly programs, he sees more sophisticated speakers. So he decided to himself that I am going to give God the best. And the person changed the speakers in the church. This morning what is here? What need do we have in this church? Oh, you can look around. You can look around. There are so many things that the Lord requires of you. When you beautify this place, oh, we are not going to use it for parties. But so the heart of the Lord will be gladdened. Because what you do towards the work of God, where your heart is drawn towards, that is where your treasure is. If you come to the house of the Lord and you see these torn carpets and believe you me, none of you who even stay one day in your house if this carpet was in your living room you will say to yourself when visitors visit me it is not right how come can we all sit here in the house of the Lord and see this carpet day after day month after month week after week and we come here every Monday 
and God is coming through for us. Oh, I am sorry I'm being blunt this morning. This was not part of my sermon. But as the Lord releases, that means the Lord requires us to do something about it. Five people can come together. They want to change this carpet. We want to have a woolen carpet. Because if this carpet was in my room, if it was in my living room, none of you would even like this carpet. On a compound, where you even pack your car. Why are we seated so comfortably in the house of the Lord We torn carpets? And we take videos, and we take selfies, and we take things, and we put it on Facebook, and people will say, is this the house of the Lord? Is this where you fellowship? This morning I'm asking you, would you keep this carpet in your living room? This is the house of the Lord. This is the house of the Lord. This is the house of the Lord. Is this how we treat the house of the Lord? Is this how we treat God? The one who keeps us alive. The one we run to. When all men forsake us. Today. I pray that the Lord will touch your heart because the Macedonian church they said they were the poorest of the poorest yet they give because they saw that it is a blessing to give to God my brother my sister even if you give to God and he doesn't give back to you does he owe you anything creating you to go to school creating you to drive a car creating you to walk on his earth have you paid the bible says he watches over us like that of the sparrow he cares for you this morning how much do you care for God do you only care because you come to pray and he hears you or you care because his work must go on throughout my small life I have not seen God coming down to do anything. Every time God wants to do something, He does it through people. If we come here next week, Sunday, and I see this carpet, I will be very much marveled. Five people can come together and say we have to do something. Do I have a witness? 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 A church I visited in, in Canada. It is a Filipino church. Monday to Sunday. The church is locked. The man of God doesn't allow anybody in apart from Sunday morning. Any weekday service. 
they do it in their foyer but no matter the meetings we want to have we come here to do it free of charge I asked them, why do you lock your temple? He said, because the man of God says it is a sacred place. But we have a different vision. Let's not abuse it. Let's support the work of God. Let's give. If you are waiting to get money, before you do something great that opportunity will never come because sometimes the Lord wants to see what is in your heart he says Moses Moses. What is it that you have in your hands? I can use it. Listen to what the Lord said. If you are willing to release it, I will use it. I will multiply it. When Moses released it, that same rock he used to kick the sheep with that small thing he used to do that was the same rod that was empowered to open up the Red Sea it is the 10 cities it is the 20 cities it is the 50 cities you are willing to release aside your offering so that the work of God will go on that is the same small amount that the Lord will multiply that the Lord will press down that the Lord will shake together and cause men to give unto your bosom this morning as you live here I want want you to look around certain things must change by the time we come here next Sunday because certain things are not fit to be in the house of the Lord in 2019 put your hands together put your hands together if you are ready to make a change for the Lord now we are looking at the three widows Three widows. And, uh, widow, widow. Who put their trust in God through giving? First King seventeen seven. First Kings. And it happened that after a while that the brook dried up. Because there had not been no rain in the land. Let's go on. Auntie Dockers, I beg you read for me. You, you, are, you went to Wesley Girls. So read to 14 for me. Which belongs to Sidon and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. 
So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin, and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry, until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There were a lot of people in that land. There were rich people in that land. There were people who could give to the man of God. Oh, was God wicked to go to the widow who had little flour and add that the little she has she gives. Oh, sometimes we don't want to give because you think the Lord knows your situation. But this morning, the Lord is asking you to give in your times of need. Let's look at this woman. Why did she obey the prophets of God? Because she was a believer in the true God. That if God says I should give the little I have, then God wants to provide for me. But sometimes we don't trust God enough. We come to church and offering time. We tell ourselves this is what I have to transport myself. Oh, we don't trust God enough. We don't trust God enough. We don't trust God enough. Let me give you a little testimony. One Sunday, I came to lead prayer here. And I didn't have fuel. I didn't let that deter me. I drove here to lead the youth prayer meeting. And I said, God, provide for me. When we finished the prayer, one lady came to me and handed me an envelope. And says, God says, I should give you this amount. And it was exact for my full tank. So if I had told myself, oh, I cannot come because my fuel gauge is on E. I wouldn't have had the blessing of God. This morning you may have your transport but I'm daring you to give to God. I'm daring you to trust God. For God can give you more than that transport in your pocket. God can give you more than you need in this week. God can give you more than you need in this year. As you release your first fruits, believe that God is going to supply for you the he asked the children of Israel give me your first fruits give me your first produce what you get in the beginning of the year that I God will provide for you throughout the year see your first fruits 
As an investment to God, see your giving. As an investment to God, see your giving as a means to open doors. You cannot open for yourself. What prayer cannot do for you, what praise and worship cannot do for you, your money can do for you. There are times that people visit the shrine and their priest will say that with all that you have done, put money on it. Why is he asking you to put money on it? Because your money carries your blood. And when you put your money on any altar, be it a good altar or a bad altar, it is going to speak for you. This morning as you release your hand, this morning as you release your heart, this morning as you release your mind, this morning as you renew your mind, this morning as you make up your mind, Support the work of God. May God surprise you in a way that you have never seen it before. May God make a way where there seems to be no way, where your voice cannot reach, where your prayer cannot stop individuals. God calls your first fruit. God calls your money to fight for you. There are things that prayer cannot do. There are things that praise and worship cannot do. Why are people who don't pray give so prosperous? Apart from this church, check other prayer warriors. Go to Atria and see anointed men. They have nothing in their pockets. Because they think prayer does everything. If prayer does everything, Africans will be rich. Even the world that does not believe in God, they believe in giving. And things happen for them. Israel believes in giving. America believes in giving. Germany believes in giving. All these Scandinavian countries who don't give a hoot who God is. They believe in giving. And look at them. We are always receiving. Africa is always receiving. If receiving could do something, Africa would be the richest continent in the world. This morning, I want you to change your mind. This morning, I want you to start giving. And as you start giving, I want you to put God to a test. Say, God, as I support your work, as I make sure your house is always beautiful, use this. So to preserve my home use this to preserve my health use this to make a way for me when I am stuck I want to draw your mind to every giver that is around you and I want to draw your mind to a lot of prayer warriors that are around you check the difference how about adding giving to your prayer life how about adding giving to your praise and worship this morning I want you to change your mind she was asked to give away a big part of the little she had she obeyed 
And she believed in the promise the servant of God gave to him. And we saw how God provided for her throughout the famine. Until there was rain. The flour never lacked. Things never ceased in her life. And we want to look, you say, oh, that is Old Testament. When we look at Mark 12, 41, the widow's might. We all know that story. People gave fat envelopes, but it didn't cost them. They gave out of the plenty. But she gave because she loved God. She knew that if she gives God everything, God will in turn give her everything. This morning, I dare you to be a God chaser. For when you chase God, everything will chase you. But when you leave God to chase other things, you will never ever find it. But if you chase God with your heart, if you chase God with your substance, if you chase God with your mind, every other thing will chase you. Favor will locate you. There is a woman living in America. And there is a man called Ron Blue. I'm ending my message. He picks testimonies from people who have sold into churches and what it has done for them. So this lady, her, her husband's company was so bankrupt. They didn't know what to do. They had gone for loan after loan after loan. Nothing was happening for her. Then she said, let me send a check of a thousand dollars to my Church. And she, she consulted the secretary. And the secretary says, That is all we have. He said, I have done everything. I have gone for loans. I have applied all the academic principles I know. Nothing is working. Let me try this. And she gave a thousand dollars. This is a true story. The month after, things began to turn around. And she gave two thousand dollars. The following month, she was amazed. She gave five thousand dollars. As I am talking to you right now, she gives the church twenty thousand dollars every month. It is not a, an announcer story. You can Google it. If, if you say you have not been to America, you can Google it. $20,000 every month. Because she had tried everything. Nothing was working. Maybe you need expansion. Maybe you need expansion. You need lifting. You have been running around loan after loan. 
Everybody thinks you are working. Everybody thinks your company is moving forward. You have received several prophecies. But this morning, I want to show you a secret that has been the moving plan of many people. That has been a plan that has expanded many companies around the world. Even people who did not believe God just wanted to try this principle and it worked for them. This morning, I want godly wisdom to be like a Nigerian church. I want godly wisdom to be like a church in the US where they don't take funds from the church to do anything. Once you ask yourself if the church doesn't take money to do anything, what will we use the money for? You and I know the mandate on Gio's life. You and I know the mandate on Apostle's life. They want to win souls. Not for this ministry alone. They want to win souls in the hinterland. They want to win souls where men of God don't go. They want to win souls where they cannot stand on pulpit. They want to win souls in the bush. But the gospel is expensive. So if you take care of this house, I am showing you where your offering will go to. Your offering will go into spreading of the word. Because sometimes we want to organize crusades and we look at the budget and the crusade is put on hold. Sometimes we want to go for evangelism and we have to put measures in place to sustain the people. But it is so expensive. This morning, will you join me to take care of the things in this house? Will you join me to give our first fruits? Can I have the envelope for the first fruits? Can I have the envelope, please? Are you blessed? Why oh, it's Shirana. money, so are you blessed? Why is Apostle says, I should share it. So I'm being my box. Would you want to stand on your feet? We are going to pray just one minute. The Lord, if you know that you have said things concerning giving, or you have said to yourself, I've been giving, I've not seen anything. I want you to renew your mind. You know yourself. You know what you have said. I've been giving to this church nothing is going on when you give to church you give unto God this morning renew your mind this morning change your focus let your focus be on Christ I'm giving you a minute to search your heart In Jesus' name. Now lift your hands. Say, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Let the grace of giving. Grace of giving. That you release. That you release. Unto the church of Macedonia. Unto the church of Macedonia. Be released upon this ministry. Be released upon this Be released upon my life. Be released upon Now my begin life. to pray. Begin to pray. You need grace. You need grace. 
Wow, I just had a prompting from the Spirit of God. And I'm very surprised. It means the Lord needs it. It's amazing. The Lord wants us to change this carpet. I need about 20 to 30 people. That would give me 50 to 100 cities. What the Lord told me that certain people need to be released into, into their next level. But he needs a remembrance. And you need a remembrance that when you look at this carpet, you will say something. I need about 20 to 25 people. 100 cities, 50 cities. We are going to change this carpet this week and then you tell the Lord whenever people walk on this carpet let everything <laughs> ah thank you Holy Spirit I never knew that this topic will come up that means the Lord needs it. Also, mommy, please come and say that thing again. I didn't. Also, mommy is saying something else. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Whenever you look on this carpet, or whatever you look on, whatever we are going to do. Say, Lord, remember me. Whenever God did something for Moses, he lifted an altar. And he always said, Lord. And then he will mention the place. He said, God of this place, remember me as we change this one. He say, Lord, even as I'm changing this, wherever people stand, that would have been difficult for me. Places that it would have been difficult for me to go. As I change this thing, and people stand on it, let me stand before great men. Let me stand before great men. Let great doors open up unto me. And then, I believe the Lord will do something. MOG people, all of you are here. Man of God. Why is Auntie Olivia? Why you put it in? Don't go. 
is when you put it in, don't go. Some said they'll bring it later. But if you bring it later, stay here. But when you put it in, don't go. Oh, God bless you. How many of you are giving us a hundred cities? Can I have ushers to write for me? Until is it that say the Lord? As you are beautifying where people stand to worship me, I shall beautify your feet. Wherever you stand, I shall honor you. This is what I heard the Lord say. Ushers, kindly, it's 10.30. After this, I need to sit down. Have you written the names? Those who have put in their money, let me shake your hand. May God open the door for you. If you have put it in, shake my hand. May God elevate you. Your seats, your seats that have been hindered in the ground, I release fresh fire on them in Jesus' name. May the Lord beautify your life. May God take you into nations you only dreamt of. Whenever there is a door to be opened, may your name come up. I seal it with your seed in Jesus' name. Am I that too? If you have put it in, if you have not put it in, please get the names for me. Have you done that? You've written the names. Man of God, God bless you. When we close, see me. If you have not written your oh man of God. If you have not written your name, write your name. My son, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Have you written your names? Do you know what we call whirlwind? Whirlwind. I see a whirlwind catapulting you. Is jumping, is jumping ladder. A friend is saying, Headles. And that said the Lord, I shall catapult you to heights you have never dreamt of. God bless you, my friend. Your heart's desire be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Every hedge around you that is broken. May this seed, may this seed, may this seed, may this seed fix the hedge. Fix the hedge that is broken in Jesus' name. Nothing will come in to harm you in the name of Jesus. Put this seed on the altar for me. This is just for the carpets. Now we are going to put this on the offering 
When you put in your offering, God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Shake me again. God bless you. Shake me again. God bless you. May the grace of God. No. So as you bring in your offering, you take a first fruit. I'm sorry I've taken five minutes of your time, but I believe I've done what the Lord asked me to do this morning. So may the Lord look on your offering, make a way for you where there seems to be no way. And may the Lord catapult you to the next level in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.